Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the MuseCast podcast. I'm your host, Anais Lucia, and a recent episode already went up talking about the Will of the People album announcement, and I have another episode <laughs> coming for you, to you right now, uh, because I wanted to talk about some things that Matt Bellamy said on the Zane Lowe show um, that's on Apple Music. So we're going to get into that, some Muse news, <laughs> and also just kind of go over some fan comments on the compliance music video because I'm really curious to see like what the reaction was. So we're going to go over those comments. But first of all, um, you know, let's go over some of the things that Matt said in this interview that I that kind of stuck out to me that I wanted to share with you guys. So first of all, um, you know, and in case you were wondering, um, this was um, episode three. Apple Music One. Uh, Sorry, let me pause it. <laughs> I'm not going to show you the whole interview. I'll leave a link um, in the video description and show notes if you want to see it. It might be down soon because I don't think they're supposed to put it up on YouTube. <laughs> um, but anyway, one funny thing that Matt said um, at the beginning was that basically he like forgot to like that he forgot that he's a rock star <laughs> just because it's been a while since he's played shows and it's been like so long that he's like how like well I'm a rock star like I don't even how do I do that you know <laughs> so I'm gonna play uh that clip for you guys so just uh let me set it up for you guys and here is Matt talking about it back into Coming, a little bit more yeah, I mean I've, I've literally like forgotten how to play a show it's like apparently I'm a rock star okay right so like, <laughs> that's what people tell me I've seen videos yeah, I was gonna like, say you're like, watching my, your own live videos yeah, like wow kids, I got some moves yeah my kids are like showing me or my, my son showing me videos going like is that you and I'm like yeah I think I think so I don't know it's like, I can't remember how to do it so I'm like literally like getting back in the gym now well, that like, just speaks to the conspiracy theorists amongst <laughs> the Muse fan base that you've been hologramming it for the last exactly. 15 years it anyway. might be true because I, I can't even remember doing that stuff so that's how far away it seems to me so. you know this guy's a real life magneto right like he literally <laughs> that we're talking to an actual x-man right now <laughs> i mean so i thought that was pretty funny like our our wonderful matt our wonderful rock star matt he's like <laughs> he kind of forgot how to uh play shows in a way um so yeah so the next thing um that might interest you guys is and you know definitely like was like whoa to me was you know matt was talking about how well, first of all, he talked about how they're, like, they're not afraid to experiment with different genres and stuff like that. That's not really surprising. I think everyone who is a Muse fan knows that. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons I love them is because that they're not afraid to do that. But he mentioned how, you know, some of the different, how the album, how album's going to have different sounds. So one thing here might make you be like, what? So let me just play the clip and then hopefully you'll see what I mean. To think outside the box, we've never really been one particular genre. We've tried every so much, so much different stuff. This album, uh, you haven't heard the whole album yet, but it, no, it, it goes from like you know metal all the way to like pop to um, I don't know like uh, my first version of like an Adele song, kind of like you know, me on the piano, like break my heart, and then like lots of electronica. Whoa, whoa, so, it's, so it's like a full. It's like a full. <laughs> oh, you just like slipped that in at the bottom of the bill. This guy's in Congress trying to get something passed, and he's like, "By the way, I just uh, no, I've done a song just no, on me and the." Piano, it's uh, my my version of Adele, yeah. And it's, it's gonna be like <laughs> crazy. You hit the bomb in the wrong moment. Am I allowed to swear on the show or not? You're not allowed, are we? Yeah, are we, are we you're absolutely say the not allowed. Not to allowed. Swear. No, absolutely I'm not allowed. Not okay, allowed to swear. No, the bombs for the, the last song of the album is called "We Are Fucking Fucked." <laughs> you can't swear, Matt. So, I mean, that's got to be the best finale to any album, right there. It's like it's like the weirdest, darkest, like lost B side the... of Muse's life, and it is at the end of the album. Yeah. But this is the. Ooh, okay. So that makes me excited for. Um, did you hear that? Uh, that that last song we are f and f just gonna be kind of like some like crazy like b-side or something like that and i love muses b-sides so i'm even more excited uh for that closer of the album but i don't know if you guys caught that i mean it really <laughs> made zane Lowe go like what um that matt said that he basically did his own version of like an adele type song so we are going to have a ballad in there. That's something I did think when we were going over the uh, song titles uh, in, from Will of the People. I was trying to see just from the titles. I know it's not really I shouldn't go by the titles, but I was just just for fun. I was trying to see like which one would be a, a kind of a slow one. 
and I was thinking either like Verona or Euphoria would be kind of like a slower song, a ballad. And well, Matt already confirmed there is an Adele type song on there. So I'm excited for some piano because I love the piano. Um, something orchestral would be amazing. That's what I love as well. So at least we're getting a piano song. So I'm excited for that. And hopefully it's going to be like so beautiful. It's going to make me cry just because Adele, you know, some of her songs do make me cry and Muse songs as well. It's just they're so beautiful. They make you want to cry. So <laughs> I'm excited for that song. I wonder which one it's going to be. I wonder if they'll release it as a single. That'd be cool. I mean, I don't know if have we ever had a Muse ballad be a single really? Not real. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Not that I can think of at the moment. All right. So this next part of the interview uh, it's about the fans. Uh, yeah. So especially the fans who just kind of want Muse to stay in like the same genre forever. Um, yeah. Me, uh, <clears throat> Matt Bellamy kind of addresses that. So <laughs> let's uh, see what he has to say about those fans who just want them to kind of who don't really like when they experiment too much. <laughs> That want. is true, actually. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that. I've noticed that sometimes our weirdest stuff to this day is like the fans love it. You know what I mean, like tracks that are like eight minutes long and they've got bizarre like Rachmaninoff piano solos in them and stuff. And it's like to this day they they're still hold, you know holding on to that stuff. And you know we you know we try to move on, explore lots of different genres, but there's a, there's definitely a sect of our fan base that wants us just to stay yeah. uh, in eight minute prog nightmares. But you know <laughs> I think there's there's a deep deep prog album threatening to come out of us one day, which I think maybe could be in the future. So we'll see. Yeah, I can't wait. But, no, but so yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, he said that there's a sect of our fan base that want us that want us to stay in those stay in those eight minute prog nightmares. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know they can't do the same thing forever. I think you know we would get bored if they were doing the same type of thing. But I mean, we have those older albums. You know, if you just if you just like the older stuff, you can just listen to them over and over. Um, but yeah, I thought it was kind of so. Matt knows. Matt knows. He sees all the comments. Okay, with people complaining <laughs> about their newer stuff, they're aware. Um, and that's one thing I love about them. They're a pretty self-aware band. Uh, and let me look at some comments. Oh my gosh, I got some comments. Hey guys, uh, Mr. Jam J Man <laughs> six twenty seven. Love your channel. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. I'm glad people like it. Uh, Dimitri's hey fellow music good vibes awesome thank you for the good vibes all right so the next part of the interview that I wanted to share with you guys is I thought this was pretty interesting that I guess you know the label you know Muse's record label has like talked to them about doing like a best of greatest hits album and Muse isn't really into that which I thought was pretty cool you know because that's kind of an easy thing that a band can do is just like oh we just need some money let's release the greatest hits album you know and i feel some bands or an artist release them way too early like i don't i can't think of an example right now but i've seen some artists they'll really release like a greatest hits and they've only released like two albums i'm like what like you haven't even been in uh like a, you know an artist for like 10 years like why are you already releasing greatest hits like <laughs> I feel like it's like too early to be doing that. Um, so I thought, you know, Muse has been a band for way longer. So I thought it was kind of cool that they're not kind of taking the easy road and like, oh, let's just make some easy money right now by releasing the greatest hits. Um, so he talks about that and also a little bit about how uh, Will of the People is kind of like a best hits. It's weird, like, you know, we got to that point where, like, the label's talking about doing things like a greatest hits or, like, a best of type album. And, what and, do you think about that? Well, you know, we've always been against it. We never wanted to do that. But I kind of, like, feel like we, we approach this album, like, saying, let's just make one. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, every song on this album is kind of, like, the best of something to do with Muse. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I think Compliance is our best kind of, you know, pop track we've ever done. It's your best ever moment, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, and you've had a couple. Yeah, yeah, we've got a couple. Yeah, we've got a track called Kill or Be Killed, which is, like, the best kind of metal prog number that we've ever done. Yeah. It's, like, you know, it's the best track that could have been on drones. 
Um, yeah, so it's like that. I'd say it's like the best of everything we've ever done. We just made our best off rather than actually, you know, do a compilation. That's crazy though, because that requires you to take a step back from who you are instinctively and actually put a little bit of self-awareness and analysis into what you know you're good at. Yeah, that's what was weird about it. Yeah, because it was, so, you know, we produced it ourselves. We haven't done that for uh, the last album. So this time we were kind of really analyzing everything about what we've done to date and really gone over what we think is the best of what we are to make this record. I mean, that was pretty rough. You know? So, yeah, so that's another bit of information. They apparently produced this album themselves. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I was wondering about that. Um, I guess, you know, for maybe some people that hope Dan Lancaster would produce the entire album. No, <laughs> just, I guess, won't stand down, maybe. Don't know if maybe he produced another song, but we already, you know, seen confirmation through this interview that no, anyone who was hoping... <laughs> Will of the People was going to be all metal. No, that's not going to happen. Um, so <laughs> they already said, I mean, Matt said there's, you know, metal. There's some pop in there. There's an Adele type of song. So not all metal. So let's just, you know, anyone who was hoping that, sorry. <laughs> um, but maybe there's going to be another metal song. I mean, he did mention, like I said, in that story ig story I, I talked about in another video um that he was working on another heavy af song so maybe i don't know we'll see which one that one is but i it, it's I, I do like seeing their heavy stuff but i like also like the ballads and everything that they do all right so i thought this was pretty interesting as well how um basically matt let dom take the lead in this album um yeah, I guess to kind of help him, like, to help rein Matt in, because Matt can get a little crazy sometimes. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool, though, because, you know, that's one thing I love about this band is, like, and especially, like, Matt, I feel like he's not this egotistical, like, you know, lead singer. Like, that's something that kind of turns me off a lot about other lead singers that I've seen. It's just, like, they think they're all that and, like they can do no wrong and it's just you can kind of just kind of feel it and just see like just by the way they carry themselves that like they know everything you know they're the best but like matt he is not like that like he is amazing like he's so talented and everything but he doesn't take himself too seriously he respects chris and dominic and he you know he kind of sees them as equal he's not like i'm above you guys you know so i thought it was really cool how you know he let dom kind of uh, take the lead. Like, how did, how was the communication process during this? Did did age benefit that, or was it still tough at times? I, I sort of I, I sort of let Dom kind of take the lead a little bit. I mean, why like, would yeah, you yeah, do I know that? I know what you mean. Yeah, why that's why would you listen, do that. That's why this album's taken two years. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like every decision takes why like do that? a week for him to like come oh back to us. But God. but I really sort of like normally I rush and I just rush everything. I'm like get it done, boom, 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 boom. But like with him, he's like really slow, takes his time with every decision. And so I, I allowed him to kind of like make a lot of decisions about what was good, what wasn't. I mean, on this what album. prompted that decision? I think it was like him thinking that I probably run with it too much on like, on previous albums and sort of like taking taking us into weird places. And and he sort of like let's just bring it back to like you know I play the drums by the way, okay? Like you know, stop programming, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, that kind of thing. So I think I think it was like making a record where all three of us on every song feel like we're really doing something, you know? Yeah, you know. <laughs> so. That was funny how um, Zayn Lowe, he's like, why? Why? <laughs> I, like, I think there was another interview where it seemed like Zayn was kind of making fun of Dom. Like he was being like, I guess it's like a running thing. I don't know. But I love Dom. Just like Dom is awesome and smart and talented. Like I'm like, leave him alone. Um, <laughs> and I, I do think he's definitely very capable of, you know, you know, taking the lead on this stuff. So that's kind of cool, you know. And then Dom is also like really humble too. Like you don't see Dom out there on like social media, like, look at me. I'm like, you know, so amazing. Like this album, I'm kind of leading the way. Like, I don't know. They're all so humble. That's what I one thing I love about them. Um, so I'm gonna before I share um this last part of the interview, I'm just gonna I see some comments that came in. So I just wanted to uh, go over them and reply to them so Dimitri's Matt talked a lot talked about a lot of stuff in this one yes he did acknowledge the fan base <laughs> yeah f them <laughs> uh oh shoot I think my signal is getting all weird my wi-fi single no signal oh no oh god sorry if it cuts out everyone I don't know why it's like I'm not moving so I don't know why it's being all weird 
I'm in the same place. So Dimitris, although I feel he talks about those progressive songs in a playing it down kind of condescending way. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe he like, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, Simon Hutchings, Hutchings, sorry, Hutchins or Hutchings. Sorry. Um, I've got tickets to see the band in June. I'm so, so stoked. Hopefully they'll play. Won't stand down. Awesome. I'm so jealous. <laughs> get ready. Get ready for the head banging warm up that neck okay one time i head banged so hard i like couldn't move my neck for like two days so <laughs> get and i only head banged for like two minutes so i i really hurt myself so just <laughs> warm up uh dimitris and what's with that progressive label it's kind of accurate but like it's more that they are just quality tracks compared to the other ones um yeah well I mean, I don't know, like, if Matt is kind of, like, and like, he doesn't like it or something. Maybe. Um, but you, like, are you saying that you think those tracks are quality or that other fans are saying that those are quality tracks? I'm not really sure. Um, Demetrius, I'm referring to the older classics, you know. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder. All right. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I I don't really want to say like, oh, these were better songs or anything like that. Because I'm still enjoying what they do, like what the new song, new music that they're putting out. Okay. So this last part of the interview I want to show you guys is um, basically, you know, they were considering maybe they, you know, not maybe touring anymore and just making albums so being available for family being available for studio yeah. this is the life right this is the life you probably hoped that Muse yeah, would be yeah. able to I mean, fit into yeah I mean honestly the whole time we're making this record uh, such a relaxed pace you know we went to Abbey Road in London a lot as well over the summer last year mm -hmm. uh, there was there was honestly there was moments where we were saying we love this so much let's just like become the Beatles in like 1968 when it was and, yeah. just, and just make albums you yeah. know, and, like, and just stay in the studio and never tour again um, but really you had yeah, that conversation yeah yeah okay maybe not never you know what I mean but yeah, you know we had the conversation of like just making lots of albums you know because it's because yeah. once you get the juices flowing it's hard to like then you know down the tools in the studio and like get totally geared up with like, getting all your crew well, back also, all the gear this, is, and... this is the first era Matt where you can actually do it like the Beatles used to do it because there were less checks and balances when the Beatles were making yeah. records it was like well, we've made two albums can we just put them out and it's like Brian Epstein's like yeah just put them out right yeah. well Cosby Stills and Nash are like well we want to put Ohio out tomorrow instead of the single yeah. we have just do it okay oh my gosh I'm sorry I've been going on a rant and it was all muted oh my god shoo i'm so sorry so basically what i was saying oh god i'm gonna have to cut this out um what i was saying is like imagine you know like it's so sad that like one of the best bands in the world is considering like was considering maybe like not touring anymore like that would be very sad that would be a loss for humanity and you know one of the reasons it would be sad for me personally was because i want to hear them play falling away with you live i feel like they've i don't think they've ever played that live or they have only done it a couple times i don't remember but i want to hear that song because i love it uh then i want them to cover telstar by the tornadoes which is a band that matt's dad was in i just don't understand why they've done other covers but they haven't covered you know he hasn't covered his own dad's song like come on like i know you know it was in you know knights of sidonia the intro was kind of inspired by that song but like you need to cover your dad's song like come on telstar is amazing i want to hear muse play it hopefully it happens before you stop touring um also i i had also said when i was muted <laughs> that if they ever stop touring i hope they give us a warning just let us know like hey it's gonna be our last tour so everyone can make sure to actually go um and then my third demand uh just i'm just making demands of muse uh, in case they ever watch <laughs> i'm just you know it's just throwing out some ideas third is i would like for them to tour with a symphony like just maybe not tour but like i've seen other bands like hansen has done it i think did metallica do it too i don't know if it was a whole tour but hansen definitely did a tour they did a whole tour where in every city they played with a symphony like the local symphony and it was amazing like i would love to see muse do that like and play a lot of songs from like absolution like any song that like requires like an orchestra or something like oh please i'll be amazing it would sell out you have to do it before you die like <laughs> sorry just throwing out suggestions here um but yeah and let's look before we move on so now um i'm gonna look, read some comments and then we're gonna move on to the uh different uh compliance 
comments under the music video because I'm curious to see what they were because you know I think it's going to be a little bit the response is going to be more divisive um so let me see the comments right here uh Simon Hutchings I've been practicing my head banging okay good <laughs> warm it up warm it up la 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 Hedis Hedis Nick hi hello um they never play falling away with you but maybe they do it in a uh, request show oh oh yeah yeah maybe they should do another one but like it has to be four hours long <laughs> so we can hear them do all the songs we want like <laughs> they're never gonna stop playing or maybe they can do like a multiple like night type of thing like you know that'd be cool i've seen like hansen i don't know if you guys probably don't pay attention to hansen but <laughs> hansen does has done some cool tours like recently um i've seen them a lot too um like I said, they did this one tour where they toured with an, um, like every city they played with an orchestra. That was like amazing. They did another tour where they did two nights in every city and you would buy the ticket and the tickets was for both nights. And basically like one night, um, I think they played like, like you can like vote on what songs they would, they would play. And then the second night, I think it was all covers. So Muse could do something like that. Maybe not all covers, but maybe like it could be like one night it's like all request songs the second night could be like playing with the symphony i don't know like i'm just throwing out ideas like because i think we still have like there's so much that muse can do like with their amazing uh discography dimitris um it's just that for me there are certain songs that are of their caliber um butterflies and hurricanes united states of Eurasia, the void and other oh yeah i love the void oh and others that are just plain simple pop rock let's say pressure star like oh, okay okay i get it like now yeah i kind of understand with those examples i understand what they mean it's like it's like those other songs have more like i don't know they'll be more like complex have more like layers and stuff it's not like a typical song that you would probably hear kind of like on the radio and stuff so yeah i kind of understand and then matt refers to the former ones like they're the exception when they should be the standard oh okay okay i get you i get you i understand thanks for clarifying uh head is nick and so much people is talking about matt's voice that he is losing his range i mean he's 43 like i don't blame him well i think he still sounds like pretty good um so let's let's not be too hard on him i feel like he still sounds pretty good all right so now we're going to move on to the compliance uh comments oh sorry what the frick is going um Let's see what the comments are. I'm a little scared. I haven't looked at the comments yet under the video uh, just because, you know, I do love the band. So hopefully people aren't too mean. But, you know, people have their opinions. So let me just look at the views right now. Okay, this I'm a little disappointed right now. Look at the views on the video. Right now, okay, it's March 19th. The video came out two days ago. And it only has... It hasn't even reached a million views. It has seven... 780,000 like okay obviously <laughs> I guess it's not as like um because I, I feel like won't stand down had reached a million a lot faster I don't know maybe I'm crazy now let's look at the top comments I, I sorted it through top comments <laughs> Leo Tenso yeah you the person who's reading my comment your music taste is gorgeous <laughs> thank you let's like that one um okay that was a good one muse never disappoints looking forward to this to the next release will of the people is going to be a great album okay cool they're liking it los conocí con time is running out oh yo también yo también y ahora no sé quién sería sin su música son los mejores okay so basically if you don't know spanish he was saying that he discovered them with time is running out as did i that was the first ever muse song i heard and he said now he can't imagine himself without their music and that they're the best uh nub yeah desde hace años los escucho y ahora es bueno ver como sacan sus joyitas vamos muse okay so another person who said that you know they've been listening to muse for you know a, several a long time i guess and that it's good that like I guess, you know, sacan sus joyitas. I haven't heard that term before, but <laughs> I guess like taking out their little like jewels, surprises. Um, damn, loving the theming of this album so far. Needed needed in these critical times whilst figuring that stuff out. Okay. I like Dan's uh, little profile picture. It's cute. So damn. Oh, sorry. Damn with an M. 
Okay, so so far the comments are are good. I'm surprised. I thought it was going to be more divisive, but I might have spoken too soon. So. <laughs> Uh, Muse is like home, no matter what songs, genres I went astray and listened on repeat, I'll always come back to listen to her songs. All right, Muse Shorts, I love the range of songs from pop to rock to metal to many more. This is why I love Muse. I'm guessing this was, this is one of their popular ones. Yep. And from listening to the teaser, it is catchy. Can't wait to hear it live. Okay. So, well, I'm going to have to change it to like newest comments because I just, I remember I just put like, I sorted it through. Yeah, I, I put it so I would only see the top comments. So obviously the positive comments are probably going to be the top comments. I just realized that. So um, I'm going to switch it so I can see like maybe like the more recent ones. Existen pocas bandas hoy en día con el nivel creativo y artístico de Muse. Ni que decir de la voz de Mac que es única en el mundo literalmente. Gracias por tanto y perdón por tan poco. Que ganas de escuchar este nuevo álbum. So basically they're saying... Um, this is Santiago Javier Maneiro Martinez um, that there um, exists very few bands today with the kind of like level of creativity and artistry of Muse and that, you know, Matt's voice is, you know, very unique, um, literally. And he like thanks them for a lot and sorry for a little um, and that they can't wait to listen to the new album. Lethal Badger, this album is going to be insane. I genuinely can't wait to hear the whole thing from start to finish. I was hoping for another heavy track, but this is so dang catchy. Very cool. Fans since late 90s. Love you, Muse. Okay. Okay, let's see. Look at this longer comment. Let's see what this one says. The lyrics is very heavy. Voice is so strong. Bassline is very beautiful. I can't wait to see Chris play in direct. Drums elegance is always a distortion during the bridge as well. The guitar is in another level. Play and sing must be very hard to do. This is a 10 out of 10. Definitely real fans will understand. This is very, very deep song in terms of lyrics. When you understand the lyrics, you'll be scared. They are singing us that we need to obey them. Compliance and they will save us. So the message mixed with a really good pop song makes make the perfect formula to introduce a message to all the world 100 out of 10 all right oh i think there's one comment about the baseline the baseline is sick this will be a serious chris workout when they go to play it live great song yes all right so i'm gonna switch it to newest comments let's see what the most recent comments have to say let's see the last two songs define the current state of events oh yeah true the world is going to pop. All your other bands are letting you down. And then there's Muse. Yeah. <laughs> Feel no Spain <laughs> anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, it does kind of sound like that. <clears throat> this sounds like a start straight jab toward all the media, government, corporate entities who have tried to gaslight and manipulate facts and current events to get us to comply with their narratives. I love it. It's catchy. It. Catchy AF2. Absolutely right. Let's see. People will not only comply, but will beg for the WEF solution. Let's say I finished crashing the economy. Okay. Everybody's simping the band in comments. Nobody talking about the lyrics. What? I think some people have talked about the lyrics are already. Ya me vi en el próximo concierto aquí en Ciudad México. Okay. So he says he already sees himself in their next concert in Mexico City. Me daba esa sensación y si es escalofriante lo están logrando gracias Muse. Un día los descubrí y supe que eran algo muy diferente y geniales. So, you know, he felt kind of like a sensation and goosebumps. Um, listened to the song and he thanks Muse and he discovered them one day and he knew that they were something different and just like amazing. Um, Joey, greatest band ever. Muse. Wow. What a lazy song. Oh, wow. Oh my God. Look at this coming guys. Whoa. Oh my God. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go with the bashing. <laughs> wow. Okay. From Fausto Barbosa Lemos. And I'm reading these because these are public comments. Okay. These are not like DMs. This is public anyone can see it but don't go attack uh, i will say don't go attack any people who are commenting negative comments please don't do that we don't do that okay um we can disagree without being a-holes <clears throat> so fausto barbosa lemo says wow what a lazy song one of the lowest points in muse's history <laughs> what 100 worst single ever oh my gosh songs i and he's I, if you're listening to the audio this is a lot of it is in caps and a lot of it, you know, he's adds a lot of exclamation points after everything. So 
<laughs> he seems really angry. Songs I can think of that are worse are drones. Yeep. Only the song drones is worse. I just hope it's like dig down. All other songs in the album were better. And it's not because it's pop. I lo love Dead Inside, something human, propaganda, etc. It's just awful, extremely lazy. <laughs> Where are the producers to advise unbelievably bad song trash? Wow. Okay, this one's a recent comment. 34 minutes ago. So yeah, he's not a fan. That's okay. Not everyone's gonna be a fan. <laughs> but why are you so angry? Like I don't understand. Okay, I don't know. But maybe I guess he's a fan, so he's really disappointed. So yeah. Um, medio escalofríos. Ahora busco la letra ya que no es say English. <laughs> um, that yeah, the song gave him goosebumps, and now he's looking at, for the lyrics because they don't understand English. Uh, I guess the translation. 2022 and our boy still got it oh my gosh steve tobin these guys are owned by satan <laughs> excuse me what somebody replied <laughs> all right okay so fire emojis muse heart love this song love muse hiddle high coop the lyrics are so topical for what's going on right now yes um <laughs> dot l80 new russian anthem oh my gosh I think it should be <laughs> oh, okay okay no and i understand what you mean like that russia is trying to get other people to comply okay um oh italiano i know a little bit of italian let's see if i can understand what he says ima santoro questa canzone è stu stupenda non c'è cosa uh, più bella che ascoltare le vostre canzoni e a non pensare alle cose brutte che ci ci Circontano in tutte le canzoni, soprattutto a questa e won't stand down. C'è tanto amore per il mondo, ma siete anche molto sensibili. Sensibile e questo che vi rende speciale. Um, so he's saying that the song is amazing. Um, that like he hasn't really heard something as beautiful. Um, I'm, that's kind of like what I'm getting. <laughs> It might be a kind of a rough translation. Um, and um, uh, that he has a lot of love for the world. Um, I guess he's talking about like Matt, maybe. Um, and or I don't know if he's talking about himself or Matt, sorry. <laughs> but definitely about uh, a lot of love in the world. Um, Perché in ogni canzone c'amore e il mondo dov dovrebbe prendere il vostro esempio perché il mondo ha bisogno d'amore. Voi siete il nostro esempio. Continuate così vi voglio bene. So, um, yeah, I guess, yeah, talking about a lot of, uh, like, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. And um, I guess, like, maybe how we have to, like, be better or something like that. So... <laughs> The Italian takes me a little bit longer to translate. So, um, <clears throat> Muse can make any song and it'll be perfect. Um, okay, okay, I don't think they're perfect. Let's not, you know, they're humans, okay? Um, <laughs> but I understand. Um, no, I don't think I will comply. Yeah, <laughs> desde hace años los escucho y ahora es bueno ver cómo sacan sus joyitas. Oh, okay. I think that's a similar comment from what I read before. It seems better than their simulation theory bleep. All right. <laughs> um, Pete Hemsley, always my favorite band on the planet and been to many tours, but this one is just not Muse and I'm not a fan of this one. Relevant lyrics, but it's very repetitive. I think, Pete, I think if you listen to it more, you're going to like it. Like, I feel like, I don't know, the more I listen to I've listened to it a lot, actually, since it first came out and I definitely like, like it. Um, not that I didn't like it when I first heard it, but now I'm like, I really, really like it. So, yeah maybe just give it give it another listen okay <laughs> um is it just me or does matt look like carlisle from twilight okay i don't know um i'm not really a twilight person even though muse did inspire twilight it's kind of sad like why why the best band ever <laughs> inspired twilight <laughs> um this is not oh snipe the cage one hour ago this is not good the first song okay but this this is more like the previous bad album <laughs> some electro pop rock i think the muse i love is dead okay this is kind of the the comments i was kind of expecting to see because i have met and i I've, I've met people who kind of 
feel this way and I've also seen them on YouTube people who pretty much hated simulation theory <laughs> they didn't even like listen to a whole thing but they just weren't into it and they kind of gave up on Muse after that um and I guess I, I had a feeling that those people might you know that they would enjoy won't stand down but then this one they're gonna be like screw you Muse so that's I'm not surprised I was kind of expecting people to say comments like that so yeah um and if any Italians are watching, I'm sorry for the translation. <laughs> like, I'm learning. <laughs> so I'm sorry it, was, it wasn't like the best. Um, <clears throat> mine, uh, Namen, I'm, some, I'm somehow worried they lost it and went anti-vax, anti-corona, or at least the song will be misused by such educated people. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I don't, um, I already see people kind of using it for that reason. And it's kind of annoying because like that's not what matt said like did you see in their post that they were like yeah this is uh we're anti-masks <laughs> like they never said that so it's kind of annoying that people are like they're using it to fit their narrative um i know muse is rather scientifically minded so the wording is worrying me but apart from the topic corona it's a fantastic song plus like muse in their freaking announcement of it like in the email they said it's about all types of different like kind of groups trying to like get you to comply and like follow what they want like religion gangs government so it's not just like corona so you know go from what muse by go go by that go by what muse actually said don't go by like what some fan is saying that doesn't even know um was this song wrote for this album, album album simulation theory yeah i've seen memes already like and people saying that this should be on simulation theory <laughs> and yeah it does like it would fix it's like an 80s sound but it's gonna be basically you know just from you know these two singles and then from what matt said in the interview you know let's just accept it that this album is going to be a varied album that's pretty much what i got from matt that it's going to be a varied album it's not gonna be one type of genre one sound whereas like yeah maybe like origin of symmetry was a little bit heavier and more like yeah and then you know simulation theory was 80s sounding apparently this album's going to be a mishmash <laughs> like all different kinds of stuff like metal pop adele ballad um and then matt said this is going to be like their best of album in a way like they instead of like re-releasing -re songs they've already released they're like we'll we'll just make a best of album so they made what they think is like the best of the different genres that they like you know play so that's what it's gonna be so anyone who was like this is gonna be a heavy album all the way through no it's not <laughs> okay so just now you know you know ahead of time so you're not like disappointed when you hear when you hear it um let's see so far, I am fully compliant with UK laws. Wait, I never heard of compliance before. Oh, wait, I used to sell software for debt to banks in London. What? Um, Joe Austin, disappointing. Sounds like something from the 80s and not, not in a good way. Oh, oh, I have to say, like, um, now, like, at first when I heard it, you know, it was my first time listening to it, obviously. I didn't pick up on, like, the Knight Rider theme. And then some people were in the comments were saying, and then I heard it again and again. And now I can definitely hear, like, the Knight Rider <laughs> theme in compliance so i wish they would have asked matt about that maybe somebody will ask him about that um i haven't watched the show night rider i know of it because i you know i i mean i was born in the 80s so i didn't really watch it but like i knew of it growing up um but i don't really know what night rider is about i know it's like a talking car um, but other than that i don't know um and i know the theme but yeah thanks for anyone like to anyone who like um, kind of pointed that out to me i didn't pick it up the first time i heard it but now it's like yeah i hear it every time <laughs> i listen to compliance um let's i mean look at some comments here that i got uh yeah sometimes tired haha -ha. um head is nick by the way i'm from the netherlands sorry for my bad english always I uh, talking always Dutch. Oh, it's okay. Your English is pretty good, I think. Demetrius, this is their best pop track, I think. Indeed, I'll put this more in the quality category. For example, oh, okay, yeah. I honestly like really like compared to maybe like Madness. Um, maybe what other pop tracks? Madness. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that into Madness. Um, 
yeah, I know some people might hate me for saying that, but it's just, I don't know. I've never been that much into that song. Um, I don't hate it. Like, if it comes on, I'll sing along to it. But it's not one that I'm going to be, like, listening to on repeat. And if I had to, like, I definitely like Compliance way more than Madness. So, yeah. Anyway, um, Demetrius, unlike Madness, for example, which feels too mainstream, soft, and corny in the lyrics. Okay, there we go. Okay. Okay, Demetrius. I think you actually, that's funny. I think you actually wrote that before I talked about Madness. So, all right. Okay, cool. Makes, now it's relevant to what I just said. Um, so, yeah, I kind of, I think that's probably why I don't like madness maybe that's one thing it's like i feel like it's a little cornyish um but i don't know i've just never been like i don't like i said i don't hate it if it comes on i'll sing along to it i'll sing along to it on the show you know if, when i watch them live but it's not like the song that i'm gonna play on repeat and i definitely like compliance way more than madness um demetrius you said the same <laughs> okay yeah all right sorry i said it before i read your comments so we're on the same page apparently um let's read a, form, a few more comments about compliance so these are like the most recent ones um jp gutierrez que hermosa canción jamás decepcionan los amo so basically saying what a beautiful song they never disappoint and he loves them uh lord khan third time hearing this after won't stand down which was like yeah cool song but kind of dronesy i had my doubts for will of the people now this dropped and this combination of totally new and the style of resistance is so good this will be glorious oh my god did you mean to like reference all these muse songs <laughs> style resistance is so good this will be glorious like <laughs> you know they have a song named glorious right um so cool he's you know he's seen um you know this variation is like a good thing so that's you know that's cool you know that's a great thing about muse you know they vary it up they change it up um the marqueta selzena uh dang those creepy masks again <laughs> i wonder if they're gonna have that in all the videos that'd be kind of cool if in every video from every single from this album there's gonna they're gonna have the creepy masks <laughs> that'd be kind of a cool theme you know just like creep us out in every video that would be awesome um babs 777 i owe my awakening to you matt your service to this plan is huge thank you for your courage thanks for your service to humanity <laughs> wow uh june muse your guys's range is insanity always love you muse yeah it's awesome muse you are the only band that is not a parrot for the propaganda i bow to you bow take a bow propaganda okay are you guys mean to like reference <laughs> i know you would be a part of the resistance okay i think they're doing it on purpose <laughs> i knew you would be part of the resistance how could you not with extreme gratitude i say i love you okay you had like you referenced three muse songs like right there <laughs> so funny uh simon very apt um simon fraser thank god for bands like muse spreading the truth uh do i hear some daft punk influences okay thank you oh, finally finally someone said that because i was like am i the only one um like the first time i heard the song i didn't pick i didn't like i couldn't put my finger on it right away but then after i recorded that video my reaction and then i listened to it again i'm like oh my gosh daft punk robot rock it kind of reminded me of that song and then the more I hear it now, I'm like, oh my god, this sounds a lot like it could be a Daft Punk song. And I love Daft Punk. I've always wanted Muse and Daft Punk to collaborate. I think that would be amazing. But Daft Punk broke up now. But, you know, they have time. Since they're not a band anymore, they have time to, like, collab and produce stuff, maybe. So if somebody had told me, oh, Daft Punk produced Compliance, like, to me, that would make sense. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense why that sound that song sounds like that but muse produced it but yeah like it it wouldn't i, I would believe you basically <laughs> if somebody's like oh yeah daft punk produced compliance i'd be like oh yeah makes sense <laughs> um so i'm glad to see someone else thought that too and i saw somebody else in um on tiktok say that in the comments of like a muse tiktok that muse posted of compliance that they mentioned daft punk that it sounds like daft punk and then in, i think i saw one or two comments on my reaction video that they were saying like sounds like daft punk so i'm like okay i'm not the only one i'm not crazy all right 
and I miss Daft Punk. Why did they break up? Why? Oh, God. All right. A couple more comments and then we'll end this uh, live stream because I don't want it to be too long. Sorry, you guys. Um, que música incre incre incredible? Incredible? In oh, incredible? Um, I guess I don't know if that's not Spanish, though. Maybe it's Portuguese. I don't know. Um, big hairy man. Absolutely pish. Okay. They don't like it. Uh, Sandrine Huchon Jador Merci. So she loves it. And thank you. Um, Sith Retro Pop. I'll have to get used to it. But Muse will always be my Muse no matter what style they, the style they play. And Sophie Lagel Jador Se Nouveau Titra. Titra. So she loves the new, I don't know what Titra is. I know I love some Francais, but I don't know what that means. Song? No, not song. Um, sound, maybe? No, I don't know. Um, let's see. Que rolota la neta. Okay, so they like the song. Awesome song. Love Won't Stand Out, but not so keen on this one by Wendy Wu. Okay, yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Some people would say, oh my gosh, wow, this one, not a fan. <laughs> que basura, Muse llegó hasta drones, lo demás no existe. So basically, they say, they're saying this song is trash. <laughs> that basically Muse kind of peaked with drones and that the rest of everything after drones doesn't exist. All right. Um, <laughs> Chiff Monkey, the videos for this album seem to be related to the one for Supermassive Black Hole. Really? Oh. Because of the weird faces, maybe? Uh, WXB, this song sounds like it should have been on Simulation Theory. <laughs> it's got those standout synth sounds, which was the main instrument for the album. Okay, guys, but they can do this for other albums, too. It doesn't have to be just on one album. Um, let's see. Okay, so this one um, by Angel Leonel Rengifo Mendes. Este es un tema como si New Order estuviera a dúo con Brandon Flowers. <laughs> They're saying that this sounds like uh, as if New Order kind of did a collab with uh, Brandon Flowers from The Killers. <laughs> All right. um, Royce McCutcheon, another absolute banger. Um, so, okay, so this person, 228 Knight Rider theme song. <laughs> And then a reply, oh, just laughing emojis. So, yeah. Uh, okay, so social commentary is on point. Okay, so, um, yeah, kind of like, I'm not really surprised, kind of what I thought was going to happen, that some people were not going to like the song. <laughs> it's going to be more divisive because they were, they thought, you know, Won't Stand Down was going to, you know, was reflecting the entire album, and that's not true. That's why I didn't think that. I was like, I'm not going to get my hopes up, like, Would I be happy if it was all heavy? Yes, but I'm not going to assume that. And now with the interview, we know it's not going to be all heavy. Okay, there's an Adele type song in there. So a piano <laughs> song, piano Adele song. So no, it's not going to be all heavy. All right. Um, let's see one more comment from Demetrius. The will of the people chat is so promising. I feel like we're headed for disappointment. LOL. Uh, like it better be nothing less than a Marilyn Manson sound with that metal guitar at the end of unsustainable. Oh shoot, did I miss something? Well, will if the people chant? Where is that from? Is that on their did they post that on their Instagram? Did I miss something? It's because um I don't know, maybe before compliance came out, I don't really I I don't want to listen to any like teasers or previews or anything because I like to kind of listen to a song not really knowing anything about it um because I yeah I don't like I don't I'm not I'm a person who I don't like spoilers or teasers or trailers really that much so I don't know like where did you hear it will of the people chant I miss I must have missed that somehow um yeah maybe someone can like post a link to it because I don't see it on their Instagram Did I miss that chant? Was it on the... <gasps> Wait. Oh, I think I'm... I think... Oh, let me see. And was it this? I, I don't think I actually heard the sound for this because I was trying not to, like, spoil compliance for me. So let me see. I, I wonder if this is what you mean. This is what you mean right here? Let me play it.
Oh, okay. Sorry, I played it twice just because I had to watch it again. That I, I didn't, I hadn't even heard it. <laughs> like I saw that video, but I purposely muted it when I first saw it because I didn't. I thought it was playing compliance, and I didn't want to hear any teasers of it before I saw the song, so I had no clue. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, it does kind of sound like the Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. That's kind of weird. The Beautiful People. I remember that song. Oh yeah. Oh, what the frick. So that's what you guys were talking about. Okay. I I feel like that's going to be the intro, like the first track. Um uh kind of cuz I remember like when we were, when I was reading the the track listing for Will of the People, um I think that's the title track. That's I mean, that's yeah, that's the first track. <laughs> the first track is a title first track is a title track and i thought it was going to be kind of like um the intro to like apocalypse please kind of with the marching and stuff like that so kind of just like a really short intro so i feel like it's probably going to be that um so we'll see um but i hadn't i hadn't heard of i hadn't heard it <laughs> so i had seen it but I, I had it muted so i didn't actually hear it. okay now I can understand why some people were saying that it sounded like Marilyn Manson. Um, yeah, teacher, the teaser with the statues. And then Dimitri, like something is missing. Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. Dimitri, you posted other comments. <laughs> the will of the people chat is so promising. I feel like we're heading for disappointment. Like it better be nothing less than a Marilyn Manson sound with that metal guitar at the end of Unsustainable. I would love to get your comment on this. I have a weird feeling that something changed after Resistance and they are not the same um like something is missing i can't quite put my finger on it and it it's not about them going pop okay yeah i don't know i mean the only thing i can think of is like just you know people grow and change and you know they're different people than they were 10 years ago like when they first you know you have to think about when they first released their first albums they were like pretty much like teenagers in a way not teenagers but like very young like 19 and stuff and you're in a different mindset and you're you know you're angsty so you're a little bit probably more angry whereas like now they're you know two of them are dads <laughs> you know they're married um one you know it's in a relationship so it's like it's gonna make you probably less angry <laughs> um depending on your relationship but like they seem pretty happy and content with how they are and also you know they're probably not as yeah angsty and angry anymore um so that might kind of change you know their music so i feel like that could be maybe what changed and i think matt had his first child around the resistance or or think maybe once the resistance came out because remember he used the heartbeat for follow me um and which was on the album after the resistance which was was it second law um <laughs> kind of lost track um so i feel like that could be it you know it's just like they're very different people than they were and back when they were all angsty and angry and stuff so simon hutchins initially i thought oh since but i really like compliance so it's catchy yeah yeah i like it too yeah it's powerful right yeah that'd be cool like you know i feel like they're gonna use that as an intro to their like live shows as well that'd be a cool like way to like start the show will the people the will of the people wow all right that's it this we've been on for almost an hour i can't believe it i didn't want it to be on this long but you guys provided great comments i really appreciate uh you guys all commenting demetrius uh demetrius simon hutchings Hedis nick um who else i think that was it and mr jman627 thank you for your comments um great to like not be here completely alone and thank you to everyone listening and watching on youtube i hope you subscribe follow the podcast and i will you know let me know what you guys think about all of this what you know matt said in the interview if you want to watch the interview i'll post a link and i will talk to you guys later on the musecast podcast all right see you guys next time bye Hey everyone, so before I officially end the episode, I just wanted to make a special announcement and this is just for those who actually listen to the podcast. That's why I have this at the end of the episode because I want to, you know, just have it for those who actually listen to the podcast. But a special announcement is that I am looking for co-hosts for the MuseCast podcast 
and you know you don't have to be like a permanent co-host or anything like that it's just that i prefer hosting you know co-hosting not just being the only host and the reason i've been the only host pretty much is just because i can't find anyone who is able to like do this you know you know record every episode with me so I can't really have like a permanent host just because of you know people's schedules and things like that Um, but I would really like to do this podcast with another person (laughs) Um, because I just feel like it would just be you know it'd be fun to have like a different perspective and just have someone to talk to and I feel like it would be fun for you guys to have someone else to interact with I feel like you guys enjoy the episodes like when I had Gary on and Um, I have another one coming up with somebody else, so I feel like those are pretty fun. Um, But I would really like to have, um, you know, big Muse fans to be on the podcast with me. And again, I'm not looking for a permanent co-host, not someone who has to do every episode with me. What I was thinking is I basically kind of want to have maybe like a different muser on like every episode. If possible, if I can't get anyone for a certain episode, that's fine. But um, yeah, if you're interested... I would love to have you, you know, audition (laughs) for it because I do, you know, have to have a little process to see who would be a good fit for the show. Um, You know, I've done hosting in Los Angeles and, um, you know, I've had hosting jobs like working for, you know, TV networks and stuff like that and, um, you know, for websites and things like that. So you have to audition, (laughs) you know, you don't just say like, hey, I want to be on and then they'll put you on. So that's what I'm going to do as well. Um, I'm going to have a little audition. So if you want to audition um, to see if you want to, you know, if you think you would be a good co-host for an episode or two, um, I would love to have you. Uh, The way you audition is basically, and I, you know, if just so you know, if you do get on, you would need to be on camera as well um, because this podcast is a video and audio podcast. So if you don't feel comfortable being on camera, then I, you know, it's not going to work <laughs> because I want someone who can also be on camera as well. So the way you can audition, if you're interested, uh, you can actually send a one minute or less video uh, to my email that I'm going to provide in a bit. And all you have to do in that one minute video is, you know, be on camera (laughs) and just talk one minute about your, you know, just quick thoughts of about what you think uh, about ones won't stand down and compliance. And that's it. (laughs) Just one minute, quick thoughts on those two songs. And, you know, just like do a little intro as well. Like, hey, you know, you know, I want to know your name. (laughs) So introduce yourself really quick and then, you know, talk about what you think about Won't Stand Down and compliance. Just quick thoughts, just one minute or less um, and send it to my email. It's musecastpod at gmail.com. So the podcast name, musecast, and then the word pod at gmail.com so send me the one minute video you can either like attach it if you can um you can send me like a we transfer file or any other website like that um where you can kind of send a link um, but yeah i would love to see your uh submissions and you know if i think you are a good fit i will get back to you um just give me some time as well because i'm gonna wait to see how many submissions i get and then look through all of them and then see who would be a good fit And yeah, so if you don't hear back right away, like don't (laughs) freak out. Um, But also if I don't reach, reach out to you, then maybe I didn't think you you were a good fit, but I hope you don't like want to, I hope you don't want to kill me after that. You know, I just have to do like what's best for the podcast. You know, I've been rejected for, for jobs too. So don't worry. It's, you know, it's just part of like the auditioning process, but yeah, um, I'm only announcing this on the podcast I'm not going to post about it on Instagram or anything because I want only people who actually listen to the podcast to submit. So it might not be that many people. (laughs) I don't know how many people listen to the podcast. Um, But if you do listen, I really appreciate it. And if you think you would be a good fit, even if you just want to be on one episode, maybe you can like tell me in the email like, hey, you know, I can't be on more than one episode. I would love to at least like be on one. Like we can all work it, work it out. Like once I pick who I think would be good, we can work out like when, you know, how many episodes you would like to do and stuff like that. But yeah, I would love to have more Muse fans on. I want to do more interviews on this podcast with like other um, you know, people that are like maybe have worked with Muse because I'd want, I have plans for this podcast. I want it to be 
bigger and better. Um, so yeah, hopefully I can have some awesome Muse fans on with me as co-host. That would be super cool. And I look forward to your submissions again, real quick. If you want to audition, send a one minute video, just quickly introducing yourself and then just talking about what you think about won't stand down in compliance a minute, one minute or less and send it to musecastpod at gmail.com. All right. Look forward to seeing your submissions and I will talk to you next time.